So over the course of time, I've always come across somebody who asked the question, why do we call our Savior Jesus and not Yahshua or Yeshua or Yeshua? However, which way is pronounced better? We're going to talk about that today. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 25 Therefore laying aside falsehood Speak truth each one of you with his neighbor For we are members of one another For his name's sake Prescribe truth we're giving you what the doctor ordered Jamal Bandy apologist the Lord servant We undeserving but Christ changed our mind frame In a world full of errors The only thing the doctor prescribes is truth All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Prescribing Truth Podcast right here on YouTube. I'm your host, JB. And if you're watching this on YouTube for the first time especially, please remember to subscribe if you find the content helpful. And also hit that notification bell to the side so you'll be notified when I have new content. If you're listening to this on your podcast apps, um, please remember to leave a rating and a review. I'm available on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, CastBox, um, just different places. So please um, subscribe to those. Greatly appreciate it. Um, if you'd like to connect with me, you can do so by emailing me at prescribed.truth at gmail.com. Or you can hit me up at 801-980-6333. You can text me at that number. You can call in. You can text in questions or you can call in questions, leave a voicemail. Um, just any of those things. Be able to contact me in that way. Um, if you'd like to support the show financially, you can do so by partnering with us on Patreon. At patreon.com forward slash prescribe truth. I have different reward tiers starting anywhere from a dollar and up. Um, some things you do, you can have your questions answered on the show. It's just a dollar a month. I mean, give a dollar. You can take part in asking questions. You can be anonymous or you can have your questions read along with who asked the question. Um, and then that helps the show. I mean, you have questions. Like you have things that you want to know. And this is prescribed truth. And so we talk about those things. If I don't have an answer, well, then I let you know on the podcast. I don't know. I find out. So, I mean, different things you could do. You could have me on Patreon. Uh, we can we can chop it up. Uh, we can take part in the live taping of the show. So you can see all my mess ups and everything else. <laughs> so it's all good. Uh, even I like, I like the idea of doing that. And so uh, those who are watching live can send in questions as well. And I can have those questions right on the show. I mean, especially if it's going along with the content that's being talked about. I mean, that would be great. And so I would love to be able to do that. So if that interests you, um, you want to take part in the show in that way, consider partnering with me on Patreon. Thank you so much. Um, anything you could do would be greatly appreciated, even if it's just one-time donation. Um, as you see, $2 patrons get the T-shirt, along with much more. Uh, you can submit video questions, so on and so forth. I mean, it's different stuff I'm trying to do. Um, yeah, so what are we doing today? Yeshua or Jesus? Which one? To say Jesus or not to say Jesus? That seems to be the question. Um, I've been asked this plenty of times from people. Um, I've had people object to using Jesus as the name because they say, well, Jay's never been, well, Jay wasn't invented till later. So, you know, it's not in the Hebrew language. So why are we saying Jesus? You know, so different stuff like that. Um, I mean, just always an objection, always something <laughs> to try to strike against Christianity some way. Um, but we're going to deal with this because I think it's a good question. I think it's something we can dive into. 
Matter of fact, I had a question on my own not too long ago, and I was asking myself, I said, hmm, why do we say Jesus and not Joshua? I mean, this is me talking. I mean, maybe you had the same question as even as being a believer. I mean, that doesn't change anything. I mean, his name is the same. But why do we say Jesus versus Joshua? You know, as we know, Yeshua translates into English as Joshua or Jesus. Now you say, well, no, it's just Joshua. Well, no, it's Jesus too. And I'm going to show you how. So, uh, yes, we could get into that. So what are some objections? I already mentioned one. They say because the letter J wasn't in the Hebrew language, therefore Jesus can't be his real name. Now, this has a lot of problems, especially for people who are ignorant to how we have the English language, as far as how we come to have our spelling of words and so on and so forth. How the English language developed. Because if that's the case, no word that has a J in it is a real word. Now, Jerusalem, not a real place. It got to be Jerusalem. However, that would be pronounced. Um, I mean, no J's can exist, you know, or the pronunciation of the word can't exist because it's a modern letter. Now, we're going to get into some history, but just a brief. I want to leave this so you can go and do your own research. So I'm going to give you some brief history on this, um, this letter, the letter J, the whole issue with that. And. Allow you time to go do your own research and you can come back and give pushback. Or you can say, hey, I looked it up, man. It pans out what you said. Appreciate that. And that would be great. If you have a, more objections on top of what I've already said or against what I'm saying today, then I would like that. I'll welcome that. Give me time to go back and look over it and come back with an answer. Cool? Cool. All right. So now there are some people who will go as so far. That is blasphemous to say Jesus. Like, if you don't say Yeshua, then you're not talking about the same Savior. You call him by any other name, you're wrong. And not only wrong, it's a sin. You can go to hell. So, um, yeah, this is why this is a serious thing. You know, especially there are some who are deceived in thinking that you can't say Jesus. So, this is important. Y'all still bear with me. I'm still dealing with this sinus issue. Now, it is true. That the letter J was invented to replace the letter I when it was used as a consonant. And it was around the 16th century. So, yeah, for a long time, you're talking about 1,500 years and plus, you know, no one, especially in AD, there was no J, you know, until later. Now, the interesting thing about this is that when the letter J came about, it still didn't have the J sound. It didn't. It was still used with a Y sound. It was used to replace the I. And the I, in those certain places, had a Y sound. You know? you know. So that was very interesting. So keep that in mind. The J was used to replace the I. And the way it was written was like a swash. You know? So, I mean, it was like an I with like a small like little curve at the bottom. You know, that's how it looked. I always keep giving y'all more and more of this um, stuff instead of switching back. This is my bad. But anyway, so yeah, this is how it was. It had it was like this an eye with a smaller curve at the bottom. That's how it used to be. And the pronunciation of it was still a yeah sound. That's important as we get into the breakdown. So 
another thing to keep in mind is that the English language is a phonetic language. What does that mean? It means that our language our language developed based on the sounds of words or how we spoke and our written language based on how those things sound. And so that's that's basically what that is. And so um book or any of those kind of things come is basically that's how we spelt it. The words we have don't have no meaning, like no underlying meaning. What I mean by that, like the Hebrew word for Jesus, Yeshua, that name means Yahweh saves, Lord of salvation. All right. And it'd be the same thing in the Greek. When it comes to the English, well, the English is just taking those letters that the Greek uses to form uh, Jesus and basically takes the sound and places letters to match that sound. And that's basically what it is. You know, if that was a little confusing, sorry. Research that. You know, that's the research phonetic language. And that's how the English language came to be. Uh, especially as it develops. If you look at the old, uh, not the 1611 King James, but before that, the Great Bible, that was before the King James. And um, the Geneva Bible, the way they use broken English, we call broken English. I mean, look at how they written their, wrote their words then. You know, very interesting. And so they, that's basically how it develops. And it, and it grew over time. So as the letter J came to be, it just was used to replace the I when used as a consonant. A consonant. Because you know I is a vowel. But when used as a consonant, and you see in these other languages, they use to replace that with the J. So, yeah. Uh, that was a lot. My bad. Sorry. Try to get better at that. So I want to show you a breakdown, and um, and we go from there. And we're gonna look at how do we get Jesus from Yeshua. Now this is gonna be very interesting. It was interesting to me uh, when I came to look at it uh, some time ago, and so I hope this helps you. Now I'm before I even show you this, I'm gonna let you know. When I show you this, my point is that whether you call our Savior, Jesus, Yeshua, Joshua, they all mean the same. All mean the same. But there's a reason why we say Jesus versus Joshua. Okay? There's a reason why. And the most simplest reason is that not to cause confusion when you're dealing with other people, especially in the scriptures. You know, there were other people in the scriptures who were named Yeshua. They were. Their name was either Joshua. Or there was somebody named Jesus, you know, but there wasn't the Messiah. And so they wanted to make the Messiah distinct from others who may have had the same birth name. So that makes sense. But why do we say Jesus? Like, where do we get the Jesus from where it has English being Joshua from Yeshua? All right. So that's what we're going to get to. So we're going to go to my trusty Eastward app. All right, blank screen, because I'm going to do some typing here. All right, so as I show you this, I'm going to try to my best to explain it as fast as I can. I'm also going to try to take my time a little bit knowing that this can be a little confusing, especially if it's your first time hearing about any of this. And this is where I strongly suggest that you take what's being said here and you go and research. 
go and study. It's beautiful. I mean, it's worth it. Do so. I mean, it, this encouraged me, you know, when I read it and when I looked at it. So I hope this encourages you. So I'm going to do some typing here. So we have Yeshua. All right. That's the Hebrew uh, word or name for Jesus. That's that's in the Hebrew. That's that's original. Yeshua. Now, if you look at the um the Old Testament, the book of Joshua, that'd be the same name, Yeshua. All right. Interesting. The Old Testament in Greek, which is the Septuagint, it has uh, the book of Joshua being the book of Jesus. All right. And so that's important. Now I'm kind of jumping ahead by giving you the pronunciation of Jesus, but it's okay. So don't if you don't get it yet, don't worry. So Yeshua. All right. Now, underneath that, we're going to do the Greek word, Jesus. Now, this S at the end is not really needed. Well, it is in certain cases. So, in the Greek, they have the S at the end basically making it a, making it a nominative case. Without the S, it's a genitive case. And so this is how Greek and Latin um, did their words, uh, especially depending on where it was in a sentence and which case it was in and how it was used. They would put like certain articles in there or other letters in there to try to make them distinct, depending on how they were used in a sentence. If that's confusing, I'm sorry. You know, go research that. But here, Yezu is a genitive case for Yeshua. Now, how this comes to breakdown. The Y and the E is the I and the E. The SH gives us the S. And the UA gives us the U and the O. Alright, so it translates from the Hebrew to Greek, Yezu. Or Yezu. And that's where you have that. Now, the S at the end, depending on how it's used in the sentence, is Yezus. Now, this is important. This nominative this case makes a difference. And this is why I'm taking the time to even show it to you. Because it's going to make a difference later on. Alright, so, now. Now, from here, it translates to the English, English as Joshua. So, you can see the same or similar breakdown. The IE, now it's placed with the J or the O. And you have the S, the S and H. And then the O or the U and the O, U and the A. But now this is from Hebrew to English. Okay? Yeshua, translated in English, is Joshua. So the similar breakdown Y-E, J-O. Now this is where we have our J. Now keep in mind, before the J came about, this would have been I. All right? That's important. Before the J came about, it would have been I. And it would get a yes sound. Yahshua. Alright? So the, that's how it was used. The I is used as a consonant. So that's how it's pronounced. So, but the J would come to replace it. And now we have, it would still be pronounced Yahshua. But later on, as our language developed, we began to pronounce our J's with the J sound. So now we say Joshua. So that's that. So from Hebrew 
to English, Joshua. Hebrew, to Greek, Yezu. All right? Now I'm going to show you another breakdown. Bear with me now. It's getting a little boring for you. I'm sorry. This is technical stuff. This is for those who like technical stuff. And I think with apologetics, got like some technical stuff. So, Yeshua. In the Greek, Yezu. We're going to put the S in for the nominal case. Now, what happened, there was a man named Jerome, and he translated the Greek New Testament into Latin. And so, Latin for Jesus would be Jesus. Okay? Now, in the, that's genitive case. Now, the nominative case, Jesus. Now, this is the Latin. So, now, if you can already recognize what this is going to look like, I hope you get it. If not, just bear with me and you'll see. So that's what happened. So now, when it comes to translating the New Testament into English from the Greek, when it comes to Jesus' name, we're actually using the Latin translation for Jesus' name. Now you can see this in the 1611 King James. So let me show this to you. All right, so let's look at Matthew 1. It says, the book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ. All right, that's all we're going to look at, Jesus Christ. Now, this is the ESV. Now, this is the KJV. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ. Now, here's a 1611. The book, and notice, I'll tell you before. See how the book, B-O-O-K-E, where we now drop the E, and we just have B-O-O-K. You see how our language develop over time. Anyway, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ. This is the Latin rendering of Jesus' name. All right. So this goes to show, even see with the son, and look how son is spelled. S-O-N-N-E. Phonetic. Son. You know, funny when we say son, it kind of, the end carries. And so the son of David. And now instead of a V, there will be used to be a U there. Interesting. See how our language develops? So I guess David can't be David. We should be saying diet. I guess. I don't know how we would pronounce that. But yeah. According to people's logic with the letter J. Anyway, Jesus Christ. Alright, so that's the Latin rendering of Jesus' name. So following what I shared with you before, what happened was that they dropped the I, and put the J in this place. Like I said, what happened was, they still used the same pronunciation until later on. So, the J came about around the 16th century, and it wasn't until later on that we adopted the just sound for the J. But, that's why we say Jesus in the scriptures. So, when we translate Jesus' name in our English translations, nine times out of ten, that's what they're doing. They're using the Latin rendering of Jesus' name. When we when we look at the scriptures and we say Jesus instead of Joshua. Okay? And that's that's basically it. Um, so no conspiracy. Nobody's trying to trap you. Nobody's trying to get you to call on the, the wrong savior. That's just simply what it is. So, so I hope that helps you.
another one thing I want to bring up, Rachel. You know, one thing I want to bring up with you real quick. And something I got off this sheet I want to read to you concerning this subject. Changing the language of a word does not affect the meaning of the word. We call a bound and covered set of pages a book. In German, it becomes a book, and that's B-U-C-H. In Spanish, it is a libro. In French, a livre. That's L-I-V-R-E. The language changes, but the object itself does not. So whether we call, well, oh, my nearest book, <laughs> my Bible. So whether we call this a book, a library, or a livre, it's the same thing. Just from different, depending on which language you speak, is what you would call this. These bound set of pages. So my answer to anybody who say, "Why don't we say Yeshua versus?" Jesus is simply, I speak English. I don't speak Hebrew. If I spoke Hebrew, I would say Yeshua. And sometimes, just because I like the way it sounds, I say Yeshua. I mean, that's, I mean, it sounds beautiful. The Hebrew language is beautiful. The Greek language is beautiful. Especially concerning the scriptures. I mean, it's great. So, yeah, Yeshua, I love saying that. But just as much as I love saying Jesus. Either way, we're talking about the same Savior. So, I hope this helps you. Um, share this with people. Um, walk people through this. You know, like, like I showed you. And uh, so basically what we're using is the Latin nominative case of the word uh, for Jesus, of Jesus. So, that's what we're doing in our English language. So, yeah. I hope they help you once again. Let's play some music in here. Thank you once again for joining me on this podcast. If you have any questions, please leave your comments below. And remember to like, share, and subscribe. Check out more Prescribed Truth. And remember, in a world full of errors, the only thing the doctor prescribes is truth. Blessings.